Hey, you're listening to the Beyond Podcast with your host, Timmy Riggs. And today, we're going to continue the conversation we've been talking about uh, over the last week at our church, and that is kind of marriage and relationships, um, but really a focus on marriage. We had a great XO conference held here, and then Pastor Rick kind of continued that conversation through his sermon. And so today, I'm going to interview a close friend of mine, and that is Pastor Kate Myers as we continue talking about marriage. Hey, Kate. Thanks for uh, jumping on the podcast with me today. Um, you and Jake have been really good sports because I've asked you guys like the day and a half before we've actually done it. So thank you. Of course. Yeah. Um, so this past weekend, we had the EXO conference and then Pastor Rick did a message. So let me kind of uh, summarize a little bit of his message and then we'll get to know you and people can get to know you a little bit better. But uh, Pastor Rick kind of led us through... Uh, this idea of trusting God in our relationships. And so we want to live like Jesus, but we really want to live like Jesus in our relationships as well. And uh, he kind of hit in the beginning of his message that there's a couple of challenges that all couples face. I mean, no one's exempt from it. And so it's going to be money, intimacy, in-laws, parenting, communication. And maybe it's not exhaustive, but those are some of the main ones. And I think communication, like even when he was doing it, I was like, I feel like that's probably the root of all those anyway, you know? Um, But he uses this passage and I want to read it because it's just, it's an encouraging passage, but he says uh, from Ephesians 4, 29 through 5, 2, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ has loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And so, Paul's whole point here is the way that we talk to each other is has a huge impact. And Pastor Rick gave us a couple pointers about communication, and he said 7% of words of the words spoken are how we communicate. 35% or 38% rather is voice and tone, and then 55% is body language. And uh, so he basically just hit home that Paul is telling us how we ought to talk to each other and that that's the important part. And so we're going to just dive in to continue talking about marriages. And so uh, real quick, though, tell us a little bit about you, what your role is here at the church, um, maybe a little bit of background, where you're from, how you got plugged into VFC, and then we'll get going with the rest of the podcast. So I am one of the youth pastors. I focus mostly on girls ministry and discipleship. Um, and so I get to do a little bit of everything, which I that's one of the things I love about my position. Um, I actually got plugged in as an intern. This is my seventh full school year with BFC Youth. So that's, when I think about it, a long time to do something with a group of people. And um, so I feel like my roots are really deep here. And uh, I I feel like that helps me a lot in connecting with our families. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of the other things about us, so uh, someone, I met someone the other day and they had met Casey the day before. And uh, this person was staying with some people here in the city. And 
uh, he was like, so you know Casey pretty well. I was like, oh yeah, definitely. And he's like, well, the people that I stay with say that you guys are attached at the hip, you know, <laughs> and uh, that's true because we, when we, when my wife and I moved back here three years ago, we moved in the same apartment complex that Kate and Casey live in, and uh, we just really got closer then we went to college together but we got closer then and then we were like oh what if we bought houses in the same neighborhood so we start looking you know and we're like yeah maybe one a couple blocks away or down the street or whatever and then we just stumbled into what if we built houses right next to each other and so that's what we did and so in june we we moved into our houses and we're neighbors and so we live life really close so i won't throw out any of your guys dirty laundry Thank about you. marriage yeah. um but, uh, and I think that's even a topic we can talk about towards the end, what it's like to live in strong community. But um, why don't you tell us about, since this is gonna focus on marriage, tell us about how uh, you and Casey kind of started dating, who liked who first, how you got to that point, and uh, how long you've been married. Okay, I'll keep it brief, but as detailed as possible. My freshman year of college, Casey was a junior, and I just happened to notice him at NSI, which is like the big new student uh, fair that we do when we come to school. And I had a huge crush on him. He was dating someone else, but I just kind of kept it to myself and to my friends. And then I became an intern my sophomore year, and he was an intern here as well, but he was still dating someone else. And uh, I, I just was like, Lord, I, I need you to help me handle this crush because I want to focus on what I'm here for. And then a few months into my internship, we actually started hanging out more and doing homework together. He was no longer dating um, the other girl. And I, I probably moved in a little too quickly um, and a little, a little strong, but uh, it was, there was no denying what I was feeling. And so we actually went on our first date in December. Chris and David at the time were like pushing for it, but also giving me a hard time. Like there's no way, you know? And um, so we went on our first date in December, kept dating interns together. It could have gone bad if we had broken up and that just would have, that would have made things really hard. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's how we started dating. That's kind of like, we don't actually remember meeting each other, which is funny, um, but it's always kind of been me. Like I, I liked him first. I tried to kiss him first, actually, and that's a funny story. Um, and he was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I, I, <laughs> he I read denied the, you. I read the moment wrong. <laughs> sorry." Um, but yes, I, I wanted to say I love you, like after our first date, and we didn't actually say it till we got engaged. So uh, we're very different in that way. But. Yeah. No, that's cool. So you've been married for how long? Four years. Four years. Yeah. So uh, Em and I have been married just a little over five. So it's long enough to where... I actually caught the bouquet at your wedding. Oh, too. yeah. Cool. And uh, that is pretty cool. And Casey wasn't there, right? No, I actually was his plus one. I wasn't really invited to the wedding. <laughs> but I went in his place because he was still living in Florida. We were like, who's that girl that just caught the bouquet? Um but like it's so some people listening have maybe been married, you know, 25, 30, 40 years. Right. And so um, they've got a lot more experience under their belt. But I feel like the amount of time um, that both we've been married and our relationships is uh, enough to learn 
Like, I felt like we learned a lot in the first three years, you know, and figuring out some of this stuff that we're about to talk about. Um, But, and that's the thing. So no matter how in love you are with somebody, there's always going to be points of conflict. And so at the conference, there was the opening talk was literally about anger and conflict. Um, And so, and Pastor Rick even kind of talked about it, right? And so Paul tells us to take off bitterness, anger, and fighting and to put on kindness, compassion, and forgiveness. So, in your guys' relationship, what are some ways that you and Casey have worked through conflict in trying to put on the right things? Um, well, actually, Pastor Chris, before we got married, told Casey one really important thing. We don't always practice it uh, first, but something we always come back to is practicing basic forgiveness with one another, the same kind of forgiveness that I would extend you really quickly somehow is just harder when it's with someone that you love so much, which makes no sense at all, but it is harder. And I'm quicker to take on that anger or bitterness than I am to just extend compassion and kindness and forgiveness. But one of the things that we learned early in marriage is that um, our conversations would get a lot more heated if we're standing. And so one of the ways that we try to work through conflict is by sitting together Hmm. to be on the same level uh, just kind of takes away that piece of, um, I don't know, your blood just boils quicker whenever you're standing. So if you sit down and just kind of ease into it, it's a lot easier. Um, I know that conflict is different for everyone. The way that you work through it is different. But for me, I, I need him to sit in the conflict with me. So he has to compromise in some ways to be able to take as long as we're going to need to figure it out. Uh, we We try not to rush out of it. Uh, which is actually hard for him because he likes to be really efficient as a person and in anything he does. So um, those are the main things that we do. We try to practice basic forgiveness, try to sit on the same level. um, And in a lot of ways, he selflessly compromises and allows me as much time as I need to work through it, which we've gotten quicker as we've been married longer. But sometimes it's like we revert back to before we... (laughs) acquired those skills and it just makes it difficult but those are the three main things yeah i love that and the sitting one has impacted us a lot i mean that's something you've shared with him and i and um for me it's i mean i'm running laps in our house when we're in an (laughs) argument and so and it's one of the guy one of the speakers at the xo conference said like do you ever get in a fight? And like my wife would be like, why are you yelling? And he's like, I'm not yelling. I'm passionate. And I'm like, that is li- I have literally said those words before. So I totally get it. Um, I think that's great. So in that, you know, I think the thing that I always tell like students who are engaged um, is, is really leaning into the, like the teamwork side, like the partnership. Cause I think we forget that. Like, cause especially like, in the beginning of a dating relationship, you know, it's, it, you're just smitten. It's, there's literally a certain chemical that I was reading somewhere that is released during your first six months to a year in any relationship, specifically a, you know, like boyfriend, girlfriend, possible marriage relationship that, that goes away. That's literally what the honeymoon stage is. So it's a certain chemical in your brain that is released, right? Interesting. And so it's a different kind of, uh, um, what is the word I'm looking for here? But like enamor, like this, like the person can do no wrong, you know? Right. Um, and eventually, it's like you're blind. Yeah, and eventually it goes away, and you literally. So they have found that that chemical never comes back with the same person. So you have to figure out how to be 
a real partnership, you know? Right. Um, and so in that, it, it takes teamwork. So with any team, and just like with our spiritual life, there's practices that we need to do that make sure that, hey, we're going to lead to success. I literally tell this kind of analogy all the time that Tom Brady probably – the, the quarterback for the Tampa Bay sure, Buccaneers. Sure. I, you know, I wasn't Super sure Bowl who that champion. was, but... Oh. Probably is one of the hardest practice, practicing guys out there, right? Um, but we don't pay much attention to his practice, nor does he want you to be impressed with his practice. He doesn't care. The only reason he's practicing hard, practicing hard is so that he can go out and win the game, right? And so it's like practices are things that are allow us to kind of win the big picture. So um, for you guys, and I know, and I... I know about them and I think there's good things that you can share with people, but what are some standing practices that you guys have in your relationship that uh, you kind of employ to build your teamwork? So one of the things we noticed early on in marriage was that we had very different philosophies about money, uh, which Pastor Rick noted that finances and money are, are one of the big things that marriages, you can find tension really quickly, uh, quickly about. And so um, the good old Dave Ramsey, as much as we hate him, we love him. um, So Casey had already done financial peace. I came from like, I'm just going to spend what I spend and when I want to spend it. And that sounds uh, very bratty whenever I say that, but it was just my reality. And and so I actually remember our premarital counselor saying, I think you're going to have some culture shock whenever you get married. Like this is going to be something that you guys have to work through and boy was she right we we found out really quickly that him doing all the finances was not going to work for us and so um, Casey sat down with me again and we went through financial peace together and we found for us it's not for everyone but for us having a third party someone who is not interested in our relationship at all Dave Ramsey has never called us um, to give us language to talk about our finances to be able to set goals together and and work toward them together um, was going to be really important for us and it was really helpful in eliminating the tension that exists around finances for us and so we actually have a practice that every time we get paid we sit down with our budget and we we go through every single line item and that helps us to stay on the same page I don't have to guess what he's thinking about money. He doesn't have to guess what I'm thinking. Um, and we come prepared for this meeting for all of our needs. So it, it's redundant, but it is something that has helped us find success in that area of our marriage. Another way that we, um, another practice, and, and I'll kind of share, um, is our dating life. So obviously we not obviously you may not know this if you're listening but we just had a baby so this one's kind of up in the air right now but ever since we started dating he Casey was always very intentional about setting up a weekly date night Um, I'm really spoiled in that way and I recognize that that's not everyone's practice and so that was an expectation he set for me from the beginning and quality time is really important to me and he knows that so even into engagement and into our first years of marriage date night every week has been really important to to us even if it's like kind of morphed and looked different over the years whether that's money or you know accessibility to a date night um at home or out to eat or just trying to be creative and keep that you said the honeymoon phase ends um and that's one of the practices 
that we feel like kind of helps continue to stoke the fire and to to keep us connected so those are the two big ones for us are money and date nights so what are the what's the schedule how often oh i guess you said every time you get paid so yeah um and that kind of works out because you guys work together and it's same same yeah. yeah so basically twice a month yeah yeah and then do you i know it's been weird i mean zoe is eight weeks mm-hmm. eight weeks old so you know obviously but so pre-zoe um <laughs> was it hey every thursday night every friday night like yeah thursday nights our sabbath is friday and another huge blessing of working together is having our day off together but we also spend that time to kind of recharge ourselves and not really spend it all day together. Um, so Thursday nights are like, that's our weekend. We, we live for Thursday night, you know, that's kind of our time to reconnect and yeah. yeah. Awesome. So I love the, the budget meetings, um, because it's, if a business is going to do that and any organization to work towards being successful, like why, shouldn't we also do that in our mm-hmm. personal lives, you know? So even if you're single, I feel like that's a takeaway. Like, hey, have a budget meeting with yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's going to be one area that's going to be less of a conflict in your life. Um, for us, for Emma and I, one of the big ones, and you guys are, have been a big part of this, is food. So, <laughs> like, for a long time, I could eat whatever I wanted, and nothing happened to me. Um, <laughs> and that started to change a little bit, probably when I turned, like, 26, you know? And Emma is just, she's great. She's conscious and, hey, we want to be healthy. We want to we wanna do what we can to make our bodies healthy, you know, things like that. And one of the simplest ways, even though it's not simple, is just eating healthier foods. And so um, that was a point of contention for us, figuring out how to do that well and not her make me a prisoner of healthy food. The thing is, though, it's like Paul, when he talks about, like, I, I do the things I don't want to do and I don't do the things I want to do, like, I want to eat healthy. I want to be good in that area of but my life. But somehow you find your way to. But the, it like makes the, me the mad. Fritos in the Fritos yeah. in the desk drawer. <laughs> Hiding the Fritos, and yet she, like she's a really good like coach in that way, and and we found a good happy medium. But um, she's she's she definitely pushes me in that way. So that's great. All right, so let's move on. Um, Let's talk about community. There was a lot of talk about that at the XO conference and um, basically how important it is for community to play a role in our marriage. So for you guys, what kind of role does community play in your marriage? A huge one. I I actually think when we first got married, we didn't really have, like, he had really great friends and I was good friends with his friends and I had great friends and he was friends with my friends, but there were no, like, couples Um, that we shared life together with and that actually became one of our prayers together is that God would bring people into our lives that we could do life closely with which I'll be honest never thought it would be you or Uh, you and Emma Um, and I'm grateful that it is I think that God knows our needs and our desires uh, better than we often know them ourselves so um, the role of community really is one of kind of accountability. Um, I mean, I can say this to you because you know it, you live it with us, but uh, having someone that, it's not that you know every detail, you and Emma don't know every detail of like the intimacy of our conversations or things that we argue about, but oftentimes we can kind of bring something to you guys like, hey, this is something we (laughs) thought about this week and in a light manner, be able to kind of work through that with other people and people that know us well, people that um, 
can kind of see where we're coming from and speak life into a situation. Um, I feel like we find ourselves sitting in the living room <laughs> doing that a lot with y'all um, and even other pastors on staff here that have become such close friends to us and um, have been married far longer than us and we can kind of giggle about some of the idiosyncrasies of marriage and but also find wisdom in what they have experienced and share with us so for me community outside of marriage is really important just because you need support and you need people to be able to speak into certain things of life and they have a different perspective Um, but especially in marriage whenever you're just in in the thick of it to have someone be like I see it a little bit differently or I can see where you're coming from and maybe think about this you know and so I feel really blessed that we have community that we get to do that with I the the saying like how do you know you're living in the good old days or whatever it is like yeah yeah before they're gone and and I think that there will be other good old days in the future but I definitely think that that is something that we get to revel in right now and I'm grateful yeah we we say it all the time just how grateful we are that man I can't believe this is our life that these are the people we get to do life with that like you said sitting in the living room and just having a well Emma and I got in a fight earlier and like that's usually how that's how we'll start a conversation sometimes you know and then usually it allows Emma and I to even look back and be like look at how like I don't know why I was mad about that yeah. you know and, and it, it kind of diffuses sometimes yeah definitely and so I think one important part and I like this this is a question I asked Kate Uh, Katie and Brett Bradley during our panel at the Mm -hmm. XO conference was can sometimes it be toxic and so I think it's important to going to work and sitting in the break room with a handful of other employees that maybe are good friends but you're just sitting there and bashing your spouse that's not community like that's not our goal you know um that that is we we don't do that we don't have we might vent and say hey this is kind of you know casey and i might be together and you and emma together it might just be like it's the worst what i'm yeah (laughs) this is what i'm going this is what we're going through whatever but usually it ends with well maybe there's another side to it maybe there's another perspective take a step back you know um and so i think that's the important thing to remember that when we push community it's healthy community not just someone to go and you know, be your punching bag for a little bit. I might add to, um, it's definitely like for us in this season where we are right now at Bethany First Church, we have in our position, we have youth workers that they get to see the ins and outs of our life too. They've, they've seen us as we are dating, engaged, and now married. And, and I can think of 15 or 16 youth workers that have truly spoken into our marriage mm-hmm. over the years. Um, and that part of like church community, not just outside of the church friends that you have, but a church community who, just like we talked about all weekend at the XO conference, like living within God's principles is going to help your marriage succeed. And they have been living in that for so much longer than we have. And um, so many just tidbits of wisdom along the way that linger in my mind. They really have shaped conversations I have with Casey and and so that aspect of community, not just my next door neighbor, that's also my best yeah, friend. Yeah, that's you know? so true. So I that having the church community. So I even think, and this has happened to you guys a lot, especially recently, but like so many times where 
someone will just be like, hey, we're going to swing this by your house, and maybe it's mm -hmm. a, a gift. I know the Schlecks did it for us at Christmas time, and, and Brooke dropped some stuff off the other day for Emma, Brooke mm -hmm. Keppel, you know, and, and it's just that, like, man, we have such a network of people who just care about us and love us, and yeah. um, and I know that has has been the case for you guys, especially with having baby Zoe. So let's talk about that. In your marriage, because um, I think that sometimes – Man, it goes all different directions, right? Like a lot of times, a lot of the conversations in the um, marriage conference were maybe about like, hey, you've been married 10, 15 years, mm -hmm. like you're up against the wall, whatever. And it's like, well, sometimes there's also that, hey, you haven't been married just but a few years and now you're having a baby. And so it's a totally new kind of season to step into. And um, there's plenty I'm sure you can share with that. But what has that been like kind of navigating this new season? Well, it's definitely been the hardest thing that we have literally ever done in our entire lives, especially our life together. Um, one of someone that I listen to and, and read her books, Brene Brown, um, she she talks about having your first time, um, first time doing anything, first time at a new job or in a relationship or um, it can be anything really. But think about doing something for the first time and recognizing how much vulnerability comes with doing something for the first time. Like you feel kind of exposed and like I'm new and I hate being new at something. And it just kind of like draws things out of you uh, that you kind of have to face. And so Casey and I talk about it being our first time all the time. We're like, this is hard. And, and things that we feel like we conquered in communication and in our marriage and, and ways that, we go about things it feels like we're starting from ground zero again in a lot of ways and so when I told him we were talking about this he was like oh I'm sure you'll have a lot of content um but truthfully it has we have recognized such a need for grace um for each other for ourselves and and recognizing what a gift of life it is to to be entrusted with a newborn baby but also how difficult it is uh, to navigate work and marriage and then also a baby who needs you all the time and so for us I think that basic forgiveness practicing that um kind of feeling like okay this is the time we're supposed to be on the same page the most um but not really feeling that every moment of every day and being like no we are on the same team and having to remind ourselves that a lot uh has definitely been challenging but it's also been really fruitful I think it's kind of helped us revisit some things um for me I remember like before we got married someone told me if you have problems or conflicts now um, they're not going to go away when you get married and I think it's the same whenever you have a child mm -hmm. and so kind of revisiting some of those things and brushing up on our communica communication skills and um remembering that that we're for each other we're for zoe and we're for each other and we both want to succeed and we both want her to succeed so it's definitely been difficult she's the best thing that's ever happened to us um but it is wow it really throws you for a loop yeah and people told us that but you can't really you're like yeah yeah but we're gonna that won't be us like we won't have those conversations no we definitely had those conversations and people warned us we should have heeded their warnings but now we're in it together and and we're for each other. 
we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. So and Emma is six. Uh, five and a half months pregnant? I don't know. I lose track because for a long time I kept I saying. I do so much in weeks that I forget like how, what that is in months. I for so long was like, man, in, in you know seven months, like we're gonna have a kid, and she was like, you know, it's just five months now. And I was like, <laughs> what? And then like now it's you know uh, getting even closer, and so we'll be right there. Um, yeah. And that's what's crazy is like even. So when you even talking about community and like this new season of life, it's like I feel like my life's been pretty fast recently and your guys' life has been the baby and getting back to work and all that. So it's like, we haven't even really, I feel like every time I see Zoe, she looks so much bigger and we're right <laughs> next door. Like, yeah. you know? Um, and so it's just so many new things, you know, that you guys are having to juggle. Uh, well, Kate, thanks for jumping on here with us and just speaking into your guys' marriage a little bit. You know, I hope that everyone, uh, at our church at one time or another can get to meet you guys and know you guys because you've been such a impactful, um, anchor in our lives. Uh, so many things that you guys do that we're like, let's do it like that. We like that. <laughs> um, and so, um, we appreciate you and we're thankful. So one last thing of advice, um, for, for maybe young marriages or, or what it, that could be someone in their fifties who just got married. I don't know. You know? Sure. Um, so a marriage that's, uh, basically at your stage, Hey, here's what I've learned. Here's something I think can help you guys. Back to just that basic forgiveness and remembering that you're on the same team. Whenever I write people cards, when they get married, that's the one thing I write is you get to do this as a team for the rest of your life. And so forever, forever. And so don't forget that you chose them and that you guys are for each other. So that teamwork aspect, continue to live into that. And if you don't feel like it exists, work toward it. Um, because I think that when you're walking hand in hand and working as a team, you're going to find success even in the hardships. Yeah. That's so good. And that was, so in our premarital counseling, they kind of rated each other on their, how they see the future. And I was like off the charts optimistic, you know, and (laughs) Emma was like, like, firm, realistic. And uh, he was like, Timmy, tell me more about this, you know? And I was like, well, for me, you know, I just want, I want a 50 year marriage tomorrow. Why can't we just act like, you know, we've got it. And they both start laughing, Emma and the counselor. And he just says, uh, well, that takes 50 years, you know? And so it's a day in, day out, getting stronger. And I truly feel like, you know, as I, as I look back on our marriage of, yeah, like we we're getting better and, uh, I'm excited to see, uh, where it goes from here. So thank you, Kate, for all that you kind of spoke in to everybody and, and to us. And, um, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening to the Beyond Podcast. I hope this was helpful and encouraging. And I hope that if there's someone in your mind that you know that maybe is uh, just stepping into marriage or about to, that maybe this is a perfect uh, thing to send them and uh, it would inspire them. So thank you so much for listening. If there's anything else you need from us, you can go to bethanynaz.org and fill out a connect form there. And we'd love to hear from you. We'll talk to you soon.